Answer me this. Are you a morning person? Maybe an afternoon person? Perhaps you're a night owl. Perhaps you feel like you never really get, get moving. Well, regardless of how you would classify yourself, you deserve to have a morning routine that serves you, that sets you up for success. Now, before you, you start rolling your eyes and go, oh, I've, I've heard all about the morning routine stuff and all the things that we're all supposed to do and journal and meditate and yoga, and I just don't have time for that or I don't like it. Guess what? That is not what I'm going to tell you. Instead, I am thrilled to tell you about my annual free event coming up called Master Your Morning. And over the course of five days, 30 minutes or less each day, I'm going to teach you how to create your own unique morning routine based on two things, your unique personality type, and secondly, the realities of your home life, right? You may not have a lot of time for a morning routine, and that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to megansumrall.com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. Hey there. So I, you know, I pride myself on my ability to, to do some hard things and to set goals and work hard to, to go after them. But friends, man, there are times when it is not serving. And this is something I am learning in my life that I've really leaned into in the last probably two and a half to three years. And man, is it serving me well. And it is this simple idea that quitters sometimes win. Yep. I am learning to love the idea of quitting under the right circumstances. So let's jump in and talk about that today. Welcome to the Work Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife. And just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hey, welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. Today, I want to talk to you about two specific times when quitters actually win. Yep. I am all about embracing the concept of quitting under two very specific scenarios. And I have done both recently in my life, and I've actually been doing both quite a bit over the last several years. So what do I mean by this when quitters win? Well, I want to talk specifically about when you are working on a particular goal, project, et cetera, usually one of those bigger ones, right? Something that you're like, all right, I've got this desire to achieve something. It's going to take me a while to get there. And in the society that we live in right now, which is go, 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 you know, be the best you can be. Quitters never win all of that. I find people who are in almost this death March mentality simply so they can check the box to say that they hit the goal when they actually would have been better served quitting. So let's talk about the two times when quitters actually win. So the first scenario is when your goal actually changes and it could change because of external forces. 
It could change because of internal forces. So let's think about a simple example of when a goal might actually change. A good friend of mine recently had a goal where she was working on some health goals and she wanted to get back out there. She'd always done distance running and she wanted to get back out there and run a half marathon. She had that goal set. She wasn't new to running. She knew what it would take, but she hadn't been doing distance running for a long time. Now, over the course of her training, she discovered many, many years has passed since she has done that distance running, and she has discovered that some changes in her body are silently or not so silently trying to tell her that, you know what, this level of distance is probably not a good fit for you. Now, she called me because she was devastated after a trip to the doctor where the recommendation was to keep the distances to 10Ks and below and not be training for those longer distances. And she said, man, I'm just, I'm not a quitter. Like I've registered for this race and like, I just need to work through the pain, right? Oh my goodness, how much I hate that. So I paused and I said, hang on, why are you like, why are you hanging your hat? on this, I have to run the half marathon goal. And she kind of paused and she's like, well, that's how I've always done it. I set these goals and I put the carrot out there and I push myself. And then I feel really good when I achieve it. I said, okay, who says that you can't change your goal to be something slightly different that still gives you the results that you were ultimately after when you created that first goal you know, to do the half marathon. I said, so why did you pick this goal of a half marathon? She's like, well, I miss running. I miss getting out there. I feel good when I run, you know, all these reasons why she'd pick that. So I said, okay, well, what if you shifted it to, I am going to run a 10 K and maybe lean into working on speed. And maybe you run a 10 K faster than you've ever run before. Maybe that could be a new goal. And there was this long silence and she's like, Ooh, I like that. So the intent behind the goal that she set hadn't changed, right? But she discovered that the goal that she had created was one that was actually going to lead to physical damage for her, right? And so this was an opportunity to 100% change the goal, but she is still feeling just as excited and will be just as, you know, that feeling of accomplishment, even though the goal has changed. Now on a similar note with these, where we need to change the goal, sometimes it's not external forces, right? Like in, in that example, it was for her, something very physical was saying, you really shouldn't do this. Sometimes it's internal. So I had set a goal for myself this year And was discovering week after week after week that working on it was just painful. I was hating it. It was not bringing me any joy. And so when I finally, and I kept thinking like, what's wrong with me? I'm I'm good. Usually I'm good at this. Why is this not working? Well, when I sat down and really had that good internal discussion with myself, I realized that the goal that I had set was not the right goal to stay in alignment with my core values. And could I have powered through and accomplished that goal? Sure. But to what end? It wouldn't have felt great. 
And these are the sneaky ones, particularly for, you know, my type three Enneagrams for those go-getters, achievers, all of that, where we get so, you know, tight fisted gripped to say, but I set this goal, I'm going to do it. And at the end of it, we're like, I really don't feel great in that example. Oh my goodness. Yes. Quit quit because it's not serving you. It's not in alignment with you. And think about all that time that you're spending that could be focused on something that is in alignment with yourself. Now, let's face it. Sometimes we all have those things that we're doing where it is hard, right? But there's the good hard and there's the not good hard. I've got goals I'm working on that are hard. They're challenging me. They're pushing me. It's a little scary and I feel okay about it. But anytime I have one of those where something internally is saying, Megan, this isn't right. Like something's not right. Give yourself permission to quit. It's okay. So those are kind of an external forces and internal when that first scenario of you need to quit because your goal has changed, right? Now, the second time when it is 100% okay to quit is when priorities change because they do. Sometimes we set goals that we know might take us you know, a year to complete or even longer, but oh my goodness, I don't know about you guys, but in, you know, I feel like every couple months there, there seems to be large shifts and swings that in my life, in my family, all of that, that require, you know, a, a subtle shift in priorities. I mean, goodness, let's look back at 2020, right? I had some pretty powerful goals set for myself that year. All of the sudden, the shutdown happens. You know, my daughter's home. I'm leaning into homeschooling. Like everything went upside down. Priorities changed, right? Goals that I had set for myself that year in 2020 had to go, not right now. You're on the back burner because now new priorities have entered my life that really do deserve my time and attention. Now, notice I said, put on the back burner. You have a choice. When your priorities change, it doesn't have to mean that you are going to quit forever on something. It might mean that you do. It might mean that something gets put, you know, nope, not doing it. And it's never, it never becomes a priority to bring back into your life. In other situations though, it might be, I'm putting a pause on this and I'll regroup in a little bit and see if it's still something I want to bring back into my life. So I just want to give you permission to say, guess what? Quitters do sometimes win when we're quitting for the right reason. So I would love to know if you are suddenly feeling, you know, a tremendous sense of release in realizing there's something you've been just pushing and pushing and pushing on that maybe doesn't need to be pushed, that if you can release it, if you can quit, it's going to open up the opportunity for something new with your time. Please let me know because I would love to celebrate your intentional quitting with you, because then I want to hear what that quitting is going to unlock. What is that going to release for you that's going to free up the time and the mental capacity for you to do something far more meaningful or for you to prevent 
you know, in that, in that training example, potential physical or mental harm, because you're pushing, because you're the type of person that says quitters never win. So hashtag quitters sometimes win. And I can't wait to hear what you are going to quit on. I'll see you again next week. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. If you want one tap access to all of my training and current top podcasts, go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Pink Bee app. It's one word, the Pink Bee. It is jam-packed with simple yet powerful tips and strategies to get you out of overwhelm and into harmony. And if you have a question you want me to cover on a future episode, go to iTunes and ask your question in the podcast review section. And while you're there, don't forget to leave a five-star review.